0: today we are going to talk about God's choices, okay? God's choices. And uh, as I would say, it's very big. It's a broad topic, but then I'll skew it to that level that God uses man, okay? God uses man to push his agenda or his activity. So first we will open to the book of Exodus chapter 34. Read from six to seven. But before we do that, I know we all have our knowledge about who God is. We can all say something if I'm to pass on the microphone to everybody here, to just say a word or to describe God. I believe that everybody will have one single word or a phrase to describe who God is. But in my own word, I will say that we can't describe who he is. We can't describe who he is. For a matter of fact, we all have something to explain or define who God is means that we can't explain who He is. We can't describe who He is. So let's move to Exodus 34, 6 to 7. Exodus 34, 6 to 7. Exodus chapter 34,
1: from verse 6 to 7. And He passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sins. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation. Amen.
0: Amen. Oh, did you hear what she read? Did you hear what she read? All right, so this was when Moses wanted God to show himself to him okay and god said this is what he was saying to describe who he was okay so from the six to seven describe who god is in summary in summary okay in summary and then we go to choices what's the definition of choices is we choosing amongst different possibilities i don't want to use the word option i don't want to use the word alternative but i want to use possibilities okay and possibilities means what if something is being used it means that thing can happen I don't know whether you're getting me. So if we have two people here, okay, and I'm to choose between these people, and I say all these two people can make this thing happen. It means if I'm to choose A or if I'm to choose B, the work will be what? Will be done. Amen? Are you following me? Are you following me? So it means that before God chooses something, he knows what that thing that he's about to choose. And I said the the officer, the officer, you know. He will be able to achieve his objective or his goal. Amen. Oh, respond for me. If you don't respond, I will move on. Amen. Amen. All right. So from that angle, in Matthew chapter nineteen, verse twenty-six, Jesus said, "Well, what men see to be what impossible, he sees to be what he sees to be what." But then when we move on, okay, when we move on, we get to somewhere. Somewhere gets to in somewhere. God tries to explain why men choose from the outside, but he chooses from what? The heart. But when we get there, tell somebody we will get there. Oh, just tell somebody you will get there. We will get there. Alright, so David explained how God loved the servant. Okay, David explained how God loved the servant in Second Samuel seven twenty to 21. We will do a brief reading from that side. If you're not there, we look at, somebody can also open to deuteronomy 7 7 to 8 but let's first read second samuel 7 20 to 21.
1: second samuel chapter 7 20 to 21. what more can david say to you for you know your servant sovereign lord
0: so now what david is saying what for you know your servant amen for you know your servant so let's
1: sake of your word according to your will Great thing and made it known to yourself.
0: Amen. Amen. If you are following what we are reading, okay, if you are following what we are reading, it means that David gets to know the kind of God he is worshipping or he's, he's he's praising. And he knows that God knows the servant inside out. When we say inside out, what he has here. So I say inside out, what you say, he knows your next move. You understand? So God knows and loves whoever he chooses. That's the servant. And in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7 to 8, let me summarize this one. It says that it was about Moses telling the Israelites that God didn't choose you because of anything perfect. He chose you because of the affection. Or he chose you because of the promise that he has already made to your forefathers. And who are the forefathers? The patriarchs. That was who? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Amen. Amen. So God didn't choose them because they were peculiar people or they were so unique. But He chose them because of the promises that He had already made to what? They are forefathers. Amen. So we are moving on. We are still talking about God's choices. And now, when it comes to God's choices, we talk about we not understanding how God makes His choice or how God chooses somebody. We don't understand. You will never understand. You will never understand. So we go to Samuel, and I will give you the verse about it. Samuel was a letter by God, okay, to go into the house of Jesse to anoint somebody, one of his sons. They were eight. And whilst he was going, he was scared. So he told God, God, if I am to go and saw, that time there was a king called Saul. Tell somebody, Saul. Tell somebody, Saul. Yes. Saul was so unique, you understand? God was to choose a king amongst the Israelites. That time God was using the judges. And God was to choose a king. Okay? Because the people of Israel were so. They were complaining too much. And then they say. And then they say. And then they say. So he chose Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. So he was a Benjamite. Okay? Where that lineage crowd, no, they are in front of he wasn't even amongst them. But Saul continued to sin against God. And it got to a time Saul had lost it okay so God has to choose another person so amongst the tribe of Judah there was this gentleman called Jesse and Jesse had these sons so this guy called David somebody didn't have any idea about David so God told someone to just go to the house of Jesse and anoint one of his sons so when he was going he told God my God you are telling me to go and anoint somebody it's like you going to say that uh, Mahama is the president of Ghana. Whilst we have, uh, we already have a sitting president called who? Nanado Dankwa. If Nanado Dankwa is supposed to hear, is to hear what you're saying. Is it going to go down with you well? No. So God quickly told someone, if you go there, take a calf or, I don't know, is it a is is hypha? Uh, am I pronouncing it well? Yes. And then it as a sacrifice. So in disguise, if Saul so is to see it, Saul so will know that you are rather bending a sacrifice unto me, not rather going to anoint a new king. Say a new king. A new king. You understand? And a new king, when he told someone to go and anoint, quickly, someone saw the first son of Jesse. And in the Bible, if, if they are saying that somebody is thick tall, somebody is handsome, oh, when they're first born, and hierarchy wise. You can't choose a second born when, when you want to give somebody a position. Now your Braniwa, your Osofogbamiwa. Brani comes before Osofogbami. Then you come here and you say, Osofogbami, rather takes that leadership role ahead of Brani. It is not worth So God goes down to tell him that you see why you people choose from the outside, but I look deep down in the heart. So when he told him it wasn't the firstborn, he went on to say, okay, then it's the second one. And he told him no. He went on to the last one. Who was there? Even the seventh one. It wasn't the eighth. That was even David. It was the last one. And God told him no. And But it was somebody rather in the bush. So Jesse told someone, say, our lastborn, be we were bush him. And Jesse wasn't even thinking about it. Jesse wasn't even thinking about that lastborn. So, when I say that in God's choices, you don't get to understand who God gets to choose. All right, so I'll give the scripture. Then we read that one quickly. All right, so let's look at 1 Samuel 16 2 to 3. Then we jump to 6 to 7 quickly. 1 Samuel 16 2 to 3. Then we jump to
1: 6 to 7. Yes, Samuel chapter 16, verse 2 to 3. But Samuel said, how can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Verse 6. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height.
0: Are you getting it? For
1: I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Amen. Can we all say
0: this part? Can we all say this part? Man looks at the outside appearance. Can you see after me? I know I can hear you beyond that face mask. So let's shout. Man looks at the outside appearance, Man looks at the outside appearance. but lo- God looks at the heart. So that's when God tends to use somebody and you sit at one corner and be like, why not me? You understand? You say, why not me? Because when we get to explain who the sons of Jesse were, David wasn't even close to them. David was so no close to them. If Jesse had known that David was going to be the king of Israel one day, oh i shepherd. You get me. You get me? So have you been to the palace before? Have you been to the palace before? If you go to Otunfo's palace, OK, all the hairs, OK, the hairs, they don't touch anything. If you can ask those people who attend Pamukkuma University of Science and Technology. See, I'm a back campus, a convoy, don't joke. They sit in the latest cars, they just come to lecture, and they go back to the palace. Because they know that one day they are going to be their king of the land. So you don't joke with them. They don't just sleep anywhere. They are so unique. So if Jesse had known that David was going to be the future king of Israel, you get it. Alright, so let's go to uh, Romans 9. Romans 9 10 to 12. This one talks about the two sons, the twins that Rebecca was about to give birth to. The twins. I'm still talking about the understanding. We know understanding God. So before these people were born, or the twins were born, God had already told Rebecca. He didn't. God didn't tell Isaac. God never told Isaac. If God had told Isaac, Isaac wouldn't have never told Esau. Say, Onye, Froye, nice one, Emmanuel. Not far in Shirano, any day. God had only told Rebecca. Okay? So God appeared to Rebecca and told Rebecca that you are going to give birth to twins. But then I'm loving who? The second of the twins. That happens to be who? Jacob. But not the first. If we were to be the mother, would you understand? No, would you understand? No, if you we were to be Esau. This one is we are just being rational. We're not thinking for God. We are just being rational that there's a firstborn and a secondborn. But you are telling me that or, there are two people that you've told me are going to conceive and give birth to. But you're telling me it is Jacob I love but Esau I do what? I hate. And hate is a very strong word. Human beings, if you even tell you I hate you, how much more God? How much more God telling you, I hate you. But God didn't hate Esau the son. It wasn't Esau. God didn't hate Esau the son. But the loins, the generations that were going to come after Esau. Are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? So every time if the Bible is saying that Jacob I love, saw I, Esau I hate. It doesn't mean God hated Esau. If I were to to read down, okay, God blessed Esau. And some people even say, say God blessed Esau more than Jacob. Oh, Anamibua. Yeah. God never hated Esau. But the kind of people, generation, the loins from which people were going to come. Charlie, it was some way. And if you read deep, you know where these people are now. God said that he was going to forever hate them. And even humans, were going to hate them. And these people are the Saudis and those in the UAEs. But you see those people, they have money. They have money. If you look at the Kuwait currency, it's called dinner. Dinner is like five times bigger than that of pounds. Dinner is like five times bigger than pounds. But we still celebrate England more than Kuwait. And I remember, and I remember that's the blessings of God. Okay? So, you look at, let's go. Romans 9, Romans 9, 10 to 12.
1: Romans 9, 10
0: to 12,
1: chapter 9, from verse 10 to 12, not only that, but Rebekah's children had one and the same father, our father Isaac, yet before the twins were born and had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in, in election might stand, not by works, but by him who calls, she was told. The older will serve the younger. Amen.
0: The older will do what? The younger. And so you say that is God really a just God? Is God really a just God? Because is it fair? Is it fair? It's never fair. That Yah-u-pe-nyi-a-kola, then serve a It's never fair. But then you ask yourself, is God really just? is God really a just God, but but we go down and it tells us that God is a just God from, we reading, from we reading Psalm 89 verse 14, it says that righteousness and justice, righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of his throne. So. Let's, let's move because time is going. I just wanted to take this one by one. But let's move, okay? We move and we talk about <coughs> the Potter's story. You know the Potter's story. The Potter's story. We move from we understanding God because we don't get to understand God. Because God knows the end from the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning. So if you read down from the stories I've given you, Jacob's story and that of David. If you go down, you realize that these people were people that God held so close to his heart. So close to his heart. And these people never disappointed God. Amen. Amen. So let's go to, uh, Isaiah 29, 16, I'll just quickly brush off this one and we move to the next point, that God was talking about the potter's clay. Okay? So you know what a clay is, you know what a potter is. Do we know, If let me see by hand, those who know what a potter is. Who a potter is. Oh, Debbie, oh let me see by hand. All right. So I know Debbie knows, but Debbie has her hands down, but that's okay. All the debits here, they know. Debbie Bediako, Debbie Yeboa, Debbie Kafui. They all, everybody knows. We will be a, or your pot. We won't, mama, your pot. You won't pot, see you will Hey, you will important. pot. you can't say. Kukuo. Oh, you won't We will So. We have that thing called pot. So where's the potter? the all pots and they find a potter. Okay, I said the OC day or here they. The OC day Very good. It is a the OC day now. A C day. Osha walls and the foundation. Back at the OC day, they say, ah, cement. No, ye we be brick. Ye, I'myani be brick. Do those the foundation talk to the contractor? So the the, 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 the clay can't tell the potter that, oh, say, oh, your potter, do they do that? You can't do that. When you do that, it, be, it, it becomes like you are the one telling the potter what he or she is to do. Is that not so? Is that not so? And after that, you get the design that the potter they didn't even think of, they didn't even think of. So in Isaiah 29, it talks about the potter and the clay, and also in the same Romans 9, 20 to 21, talks about the same thing, okay? But it doesn't mean that you don't have a will. It doesn't mean that you don't have a will. It means you have a will, but the only thing that you can tell God is, God, shape me or mold me to what you want me to be, amen? Many a times, do we, or many times, or at times, we quickly rush to tell God how he wants us to be. How we want him to make us. Is that not so? So, God has a plan for you. Let me, let me use this, the story of Joseph. The story of Joseph quickly, then we are gone. Five minutes, right? Alright. So, and we are gone. You just brush this one quickly, and we are gone. In Genesis 38, okay, so when He had already dreamt and told the brothers about everything that they were going to bow down. And another dream, he said, even the sun and the moon, and even his father got furious, that do you mean that me, your father, Jacob, and your mother, we are all going to bow to you? Master, clear up with this dream. Can you dream if you are a presidential staffer or if you are in, let me bring them, if you are part of this church? And you go and tell Osofo, Ofori and the wife that Masum said, "One day, maybe a senior pastor one day." Uh, do you think I'm going to live here alive? Is it not cool? Is it cool? But he had a gas to tell the father and the brothers that it will get to a point. He dreams about this, and the father even explained that this and this and that. So that same day, the brothers got angry. They went for, I'll, let me use this word, shepherding. I don't know if it's the right word. So as they went, the father told him, fast forward, Joseph, so whilst he was going, the brother came together and controlled a plan that they were going to capture him and kill him. And Reuben wasn't part of them. Reuben rather told them that, why then do you have to shed blood? Don't do that. Rather, put your brother in a cave. But Reuben was thinking say say the not crochet saw came him a onu ba go rescue no no dey na come any papa Are you getting it But it wasn't a bad idea it was a good idea because he was thinking he was going to save his brother But before Reuben who here no he had town brother and But let me tell you something fast forward if Reuben has saved Joseph like at the plan of God wouldn't have come to an end are you getting it? If Reuben has saved Joseph, I can, I can plan to, uh plan now or one ma Israel for no any day. And I promise now or the ma Abraham any day and Bemuda. Because ya tono okoe potifa fee, and yes I potifa fe person inada. On funny I like that part, okay? Yes, yeah, so you always. The guys, you always try and be like Joseph. Eh? Joseph he didn't stand. He didn't run. No. He flew. Okay? <laughs> so, the guys, let's try and be like Joseph. Okay? Amen? All right. So, when it happened that way, he, she reported Joseph to the husband, Potiphar, and then they took prison. And in the prison, of oh, I do go to prison, prison, I don't go to, yeah, okay. to you No, know, It got to a point, it said, that prison was the prisoner Pharaoh, and so then in court for and, and to Etoho. So you see God's plan. So you see God's plan. God always has a plan. So let's go on. Even at that point, the chief prison guard realized that Joseph had favor from God. Joseph never complained. You understand? He never lamented, but he was always trusted. So the kind of faith that Joseph had was to what? Trust and what? Believe. Trust and believe. God has a plan. Tell somebody, God always has a plan. God always has a plan. Because he always laughs last. He always does that. So overprints in honor. And a Pharaoh, Nikabera, and in the baker. The he threw them into the same dungeon. That was a prison. These are the senior officials in the prison side." So these two people dreamt one day, and they were so disturbed that if Joseph around community, Joseph realized it, and Joseph asked them, then they see, and they told him, he assumed that he said, he explained the dream to them. The camp will be a positive one, the biggest one will be a negative one. After three days, all these things happened. He told him that the cup bearer, that if you get to Pharaoh back again, remind me. Do you know how many years it took him to remind him? Hey, if you get to him, remember me. Do you know how many years it took for the cup bearer to remember who Joseph was again? Two years. Two years. Sally? One of down for a house we want to sell. We are going to broach it. friend on WhatsApp, WhatsApp call, we are on call. Okay, hi. I'm on Blue ticks. It took three days. As soon as we plan out move, it will take two years. As soon as say hello, are you there? Are you still in Ghana? So it took two years. As soon as and it was even about a dream again that Pharaoh had, a disturbing one. So, Pharaoh was in agony and he was like, o, Obi, now I will explain you. Because amongst the land of Egypt, he always had wise men. He wasn't a wise man, no. he had wise men, and the wise man couldn't explain the dream that he had. So, the capera told him, Oh, tell me not to call if you or dream me, say, 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 Papa will explain you. And then he So, Pharaoh ordered and they went to bring Joseph. They brought Joseph back and Pharaoh explained everything to Joseph. Do you know what Joseph said? He said, Pharaoh told him, You can do this, you can explain it. I said, No, I can't do it. But it's who can do it? It is God. Credibility. Chairman buy car, no, they say, <laughs> Chairman, you buy a car. Have you no seven? They love cars. <laughs> Chairman, do spread it, no, have you no same? I get money. Chairman forgets if you go god they give money. He said, everything belongs to who He told him, it is not me, but God will do this. God will do this. It was Genesis 41. And he explained everything to him. Seven years, this, after seven years, that. And he told him, he wasn't even looking for the position. He told him, said, get somebody who can do this. And Pharaoh said, ah. I dream to explain it. How much more overseeing all these things? Why won't I rather use you? Why won't I rather use you? And you see, from this side, yourself became the second hand, not of Potiphar. Charlie, you are the second hand of the MP for Tema West, and you are, are been too much. You are okay. You are self-conceited. Say, so, well, you're okay. Where do you are? You've not gotten anywhere. Tell somebody, higher height. So you are second, second man to, second hand to MPF Tema West. What if you are the second hand of Nane that one we don't go see you again. Eh? Yeah, oh, no. So, oba hadu mwa. Rani be introduced you. Shall we welcome? Oba, Rani red carpet no Hey. Red carpet. We're red carpet? Second. You there, let me, know, let me know you're of God. If I'm to be the second hand of Nandeku Fado, if you call me a week before Sunday before I come to church. If you don't do that, I won't come. If you don't do that, I won't come. And see, the plan of God was so unique that he laughs last. I always say this. He always do what? He loves last. The devil tried it. Yen kunu, yen kunu, yen tone, yen tone. Oduwa, yen so. When prison, odu no no. I said, a prison. Prisoner no, I be senior. Hey, you made with dreamy sad dream way. This is a prisoner. I be a chief, chief prisoner. As Obi, who will finish chief Mona. You understand? But he still never gave up because he knew the plan that he had for him. He knew it. He knew the plan because. In Jeremiah 1 5, he said, before you were formed, before you were even a clot of blood, I did what? Yeah. Anyway, it gets to that point that we are always lamenting, telling ourselves, denying ourselves that ah, baby made do it Jeremiah 32 tells us that what? Behold, is there anything too hard for me? I am the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Unless maybe you don't know the God that you serve. Unless you don't know the God that you serve. That you get somewhere and you get stuck. No. He always has a plan. So you see God's choices. You can never understand His choices. He uses human every time to push His agenda. He always has a plan. So now we get to ask ourselves conclusion. We get to ask ourselves. Are we God's choice? Are we chosen? So the conclusion of the whole matter is John three sixteen, which says what? Which says what? For God so loved the world. So me I want to look at the B. That for whosoever believes in him, whosoever believes, underline, believes in him, will not do what? So are we all chosen? Are we all called? He has given us that free will. That whosoever believes in Him, He has made it a blank check for you. That whosoever, let's let's please appreciate our senior reverend, senior pastor is in the house. Let's let's clap for him. Oh, so one more say when you bring him, hey, sorry that position is big, old. That whosoever. So when I was told to do this, I was always fighting with the leaders and the pastor that Charlie, preaching, and you're easy. Let's clap for our pastors again. Let's clap for them. It's never easy. You feel it's simple. It's never simple. It's never simple. To communicate, to impact, for somebody to accept. Because something you know ya receptivity. For you to preach for the for that receptiveness and mother. That atmosphere to be there is never simple. So John three sixteen, we are all chosen that we are to give our lives and accept God, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and personal Savior. He has given us the free will, the free mandate to be called the sons and daughters of God. Amen. Let's close our eyes.